Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 45, how to nail your message and package your programs and services, an on-air coaching session. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur, the podcast that helps you expand your reach and convert that reach into clients so you can lead your tribe with confidence and create change in the world while living the life you desire. And now your host, certified business coach and consultant, Mariana Ruiz. Welcome back. Today we are chatting with mixed media artist and coach, Kara Boston. Um, you can visit her website at studiocara.com. And um, we are doing an on-air coaching session. Now, initially she came to me because she wanted to create her packages and wanted to go into a little bit of a newer um, market in her uh, area of expertise. And so the reason that I share that here is because I want you to really pay close attention to why what I told her to do and why we're doing it this way, because the same thing will apply for you and your business. Um, and so really just pay attention there to what we're talking about and how I've, you know, kind of helped her along that. The other thing that I think is really, really important for all of you who are um, more of like, um, the creative types and multi-passionate entrepreneurs, um, many times for us, there are multiple sides of us that make us our unique ourselves. And I think that happens for everybody, but especially if we have two very clear polar opposite sides, they can sort of battle in our business and we can kind of beat ourselves up about it. Um, I definitely struggled with that myself and I can do more podcasts about that if you, if you're interested, um, but for Kara, it was the side that was more of the project management, highly analytical side, and then the side that is more of the creative and the expressing herself through art side. And whatever those two sides are for you, I want you to think about this uh, as we're going through the coaching session and see how you can blend your two sides together in your business, because that is really and truly where the magic starts to happen um, as far as you becoming unique in your industry and all of that, okay? So just take a look at what we talked about and um, and you will find this hugely valuable no matter how many polar opposite sides you have um, going on for you. And lastly, I wanna say the doors to the impact formula are open. If that is something that you are interested in, please um, email me at mariana at impactdrivenentrepreneur.com and I can um, chat with you, make sure you're a fit and give you the details. Uh, the doors are going to only be open until Friday. This is not an all the time kind of open situation. Email me at mariana at impactdrivenentrepreneur and we can have a conversation about whether this is a good fit for you or not. This is for people who want to hugely increase their profit and impact in their business in 2018. Um, many of my clients who are already in the program have stepped up and done phone calls with people and told people, you know, you have to be in this because X, Y, Z. I'm just like overwhelmed in gratitude, not only for the impact that I'm making in their lives, but also for the ripple effect of that and the people that will be helped because of them stepping up and, sh and really supporting the program and, and what we do inside of the program. So again, uh, Mariana at Impact Driven Entrepreneur and enjoy this coaching session. I think you're going to get so much out of it. Okay. So 
Welcome, Kara. What do you want to focus on today? What do you feel you would get the most out of in this coaching session? Thanks, Anna. Um, for me, I am looking at how I combine my, my, the two pieces of my business. So I'm a mixed media artist, as you know, but I also do coaching and consulting. And I think if I were just to say creative consultant, that's still very ambiguous. People don't know. Um, and so it's not just finding out the exact name, but like what my offer is to them and, um, you know, so how to share about it in order for them to self-identify and be like, hey, I need that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's now I know in your background in, in our time working together, mm-hmm. you had um, said that you wanted to focus just on the art. And at one point you were doing some project management. So what is the scope at which you want to help people between the coaching consulting and the art? Right. So I still am an artist, but I just don't want to solely focus on that anymore. So that was like first quarter this year. Um, and so now I kind of understand exactly what I need to do there and where, how I need to focus in order for things to move forward there. And I still have like shows planned out for next month and some show, uh, you know, some displays that I get to do, um, even towards the end of the summer already. Like, so I have things scheduled out for that. And I know like kind of where I could maybe do some classes or workshops on art specific things. But what I think I am now moving towards is I really enjoy the coaching around like everyday problems. So my mixed media is based on layers and I call it, you know, life layers. And that's just the same that we go through life layers. And so I would like to help people um, go through those life layers using creativity, right? So it's another tool set, uh, you know, our tool in their toolbox or whatever. Um, And the fact that it's, a creative exercise that's not just fluff for like them to take their mind off of something like for example some of the adult coloring is just more to kind of numb your mind and get you know get you out of a, a rough day but it's activities that can actually be applied and you can see you know come out on the other side um, with different perspectives and ways to apply them okay so it's more of the daily maintenance and working through some of the stuff that's going on for them on a daily basis. Right. And it could be a different thing each day. Right. So we don't always, it, yes. And it, again, it's about the, those things that are holding them back from taking the action they need to take. Right. So perfectionism, mm-hmm. I just did a workshop on perfectionism and I use creativity, create, creative exercises in order to help people work through it. So we're not ignoring it. You know, we're acknowledging it. And we're saying, okay, you know, it's here. Now what do I do, right? Um, instead of forcing yourself to do the activity or task that's on your project plan, perhaps, um, in, or in your lunch, you know, calculator or whatever, um, instead, let's do this activity. You know, yes, we got to take the time away from that, but let's do this quick, and they're usually quick activities, um, and get a different perspective on what it is that you might um, be resisting and move through it instead of trying to avoid it or not acknowledge it altogether. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, given that you have a pretty, first of all, congratulations, because it's pretty prestigious, but like a full-time job that's also rigorous <laughs> and prestigious and all of that. 
what do you think is the level of support you want to provide to your people? Well, I kind of ultimately, um, well, there's two things, so maybe three, but like a very big vision is to have this reference or this guide or this resource for them to say, oh my gosh, perfectionism is an all time high right now, for example. I'm just going to continue with that example. Um, you know, what can I do to get through this? Like it's blocking me from moving forward, you know. Um, so this could be anybody because I think we all deal with it at some point. Um, and so they have a reference to go and say, oh, there's like, here's three different exercises um, to do and they can pick one. They don't have to do all three and, and work through it. Um, so like that's, that's the ultimate thing. But I really feel like there is an opportunity to work with other coaches, consultants, uh, therapists. And I'm speaking from experience because I've, I've worked with some of these folks already and provide them um, some creative exercises for them to use with their uh, clients or customers um, when they're facing some of these problems. So they have their niche and their expertise, but sometimes it's good to make things a little bit more tangible or experiential that they might not have that experience. And so I can help them with that, uh, either learning that, so train the trainer kind of method, Mm -hmm. Sorry for corporate speak, but um, train the trainer kind of thing or be the guest expert to come and provide that creative piece so that the information that that coach or therapist or whomever is providing to the group. And this could be even team bonding stuff, um, you know, like if you, if you have a team and stuff to get everybody on the same page of a mission or a vision that you have. Um, so come in and facilitate or lead them through, guide them through uh, the creative exercises. And then on the back end, there's always the perspective where you're, you know, you reflect on it and stuff um, so that the the material that's been presented to them isn't just kind of in one ear and out in another ear or, you know, they're ferociously taking notes when the leader or their, you know, coach is speaking, but then those notes just stay in that notebook, you know, and then we go back to real life. Um, I feel like I can provide you know, these exercises that will make that information stick a little bit more. You know, obviously I would work with the coach or therapist to design what that is, but you know, there's probably a lot of things I already have that, you know, fit well with uh, learning those things. I love that. I love that. I, um, I think that that's really useful, very necessary, like not only for the coach or the trainer or the therapist, right? But also for their clients. So I love that. Yeah. It would uh, add a lot of value too, mm -hmm. right? For, for their clients or, or customers or whomever, because they can, you know, have more of a guarantee that the information that they're going to be learning on a retreat or learning in this group program or whatever um, sticks. Yeah, I love it. And as well for the team building side, right? So these people can become multiple time customers, like where they hire you maybe for their clients first, and then they hire you back for their team. Like, I can see that going a lot of places. So I agree with you. There's definitely opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And there is a statistic that if your information um you retain it 85 to 90% more if it is tangible or experiential. So I'm not like just coming to this and saying, Hey guys, you know, this would be fun. 
um, there is, uh, I do have, you know, research that I can, you know, point to and use, you know, in marketing um, as needed. Love it. Love it. So um, do you want to do like a set package or do you want to use it as like consultative selling, like seeing the scope of the project and doing it on a case by case basis? Well, I think this gets back to that question that I think I skirted around <laughs> a little bit about like, hey, you have a day job, remember? Um, so how much time do you really have to offer this? But I think I do have the time because this can be planned out in advance. Like when you plan your group programs and your launches and stuff, it's well far in advance. So that's when you would be talking to me to write, you know, to get it together. Um, so I think that um, some ready-made packages probably are helpful because this is kind of new, right? Like why, why do I need this creative piece? Why can't I just do it myself? Or why can't I just go on Pinterest and get a craft, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's things around that, like, and I guess I'm getting into the objections, but um, I think there's things around that and also like reducing decision fatigue for that person when they're creating, if you think about, you know, you know, you're mm -hmm. launching right now, right? Um, when you think about uh, all the decisions that have to be made, it's like, oh my gosh, we'll I have to go through and pick out which activity or this or that or something like that versus, you know, maybe just like a base package and then we insert the specific uh, information or, or block or whatever, you know, that they wanted to focus on. Mm -hmm. um, and that way, because also for my, the reason I started off with answering about the time is that I've been around the block a couple times and this whole proposal thing and getting back to people and stuff like that, that is very time consuming versus maybe having, you know, something set up so that they can say yay or nay and then maybe add some a la carte or customization, most likely adding, you know, some customization at the end, but, you know, hey, here's the basics, let's agree on that and then see if there's anything specific. Yeah, I, I like that idea and I think too, like, as you're selling to kind of newer coaches, people who are just starting with their group program, like that can be a more of a package. But if you're going to go into corporations and mm -hmm. doing more of the team building, that's where it can be more a la carte and it would be a much bigger package. Yeah, and definitely. And, and that's, you know, if we're looking at time for dollars, you know, that proposal and the, putting the time into that, like you said, the bigger dollars is there. Um, versus, you know, the other pieces that we're talking about um, are pretty standard. You know, it's it's kind of a methodology, and then we're just, you know, being, you know, make personalizing it a little bit towards that specific group, and you know, maybe the language that that group uses and stuff like that. Yeah, love it. So, um, if if you're looking at the package, right? Because it sounds mm -hmm. like you have some things already in your mind about what you're gonna do. Tell me about what is the transformation, because I think that's um, always a good place to start when we're talking about a new offer. Right. So I think um, I'll share with you some of the examples that I just received this past week with a workshop. Um, and it was a, a working through perfectionism workshop, um, the new way, working through perfectionism, the new way. and. Um, so the way that I close my workshops is, you know, we do talk about like, what are we going to take away from this? Like, you know, I want this to be um, actionable or tangible. 
So uh, one participant just shared how um, she learned from the workshop. One of the things was, you know, using what you have, you know, on hand and not like waiting until all the materials are together to you have the perfect things or stuff like that. You know, it's, it's just stuff is there. And so being, you know, she was translating that she's a leadership coach and translating that into, you know, Hey, I've got a lot of tools already. Like I don't need to go learn this new course, right? I don't need to go Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, hire, uh, this Facebook ad person or whatever I've got, you know, what can I do with what I have on hand already? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause that's that whole perfectionism, procrastination kind of thing. Um, she also, you know, appreciated the creativity, break right so being and being in doing it in the beginning of the week because you did it on a Monday and so like having that to like really uh imprint in her that she can create you know her week instead of letting the week create her and being reactive towards it which I think is a great piece of transformation because I especially like um I feel like we seek out other coaches and therapists and things like that because we are probably stuck a little bit more in reacting to reality instead of creating the reality. And mm-hmm. so what better way to do that than actually use some, you know, artful materials around and create, you know, with that and learn some lessons from that. Um, and then, you know, just uh, breaking, breaking up stories that we tell ourselves. Um, so over the weekend, I did a collaborative art project with a family um there's you know probably 25 people there and this ranged in age from one to 92 um uh it was a a reunion not a reunion uh 70th wedding anniversary for um the grandparents or great-grandparents depending on who you're talking to anyway um so it was very interesting because there i noticed the folks that were holding back because they're like i'm not creative you know i need to see what other people are doing or you know can you tell me about you know what i'm supposed to do like they wanted a step-by-step kind of thing which is not you know how how i do it and so like sure you know just watch some other people or just you know take this brush and just move it on the paper like just do you know do something um and so i saw this one uh she had she was holding back and then she had this idea about you know squirting the paint through this special way she did it that's one of the things that people have commented most about right is that squirt that she did on the on the canvas and then there's another example of um she's a a lawyer um and and a part-time judge and she did the paper thing real fast and kind of put it on there. I was like, you know, kind of like, I'm done kind of thing. But then she, I saw her mosey back on over to the table. And I had a sponge as one of the uh, ways that you could apply some of the um, paint. And she kind of picked that up and was a little curious about it. And I told her, I was like, yeah, you just dip it in the paint and then just put it on the canvas. Like, it's just, you know, just like that. And the color that was already used uh, was dried up and, and used. So we added another color and I added it right in the same spot. And we used that same dirty sponge, which, of course, is like, what? You know, that just like kind of gave her shudders. <laughs> um, I'm trying to explain it as much as possible. But, yeah, so she... I was like, yeah, here, just dip it in this new color, and it's fine. It's that other color's on there. We're not going to mess anything up. And then just tap it on the canvas. And so it was so amazing to watch her just dip it in the paint and then, I mean, ever so lightly dab it on the canvas. And then you could tell she that felt good because then she found another spot and 
dabbed again, and she found another spot and dabbed again, and there was a couple other people that were noticing the kind of breakdown of the story of it doesn't have to be a certain way. It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have to be perfect to even start the, the process or whatever. I can take whatever's here and, and keep moving forward. And so, um, you know, those, I think, sharing those specific examples of that transformation that is possible. Um, and that can be conveyed from, you know, the actual artful activities or creative activities to life. Um, again, you know, who, who can beat that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of um, to summarize here, it's really just like, not just, but it is really using what you have rather than having, quote unquote, all of the right things right mm-hmm. now in order to start and having that creativity break and being proactive about creating your life and your own reality. And then number three was breaking up the stories that they're telling themselves and kind of ditching the quote unquote rules. Beautiful. Well done. You want to write my copy? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Um. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I love it. I think that's huge. Um, I, I absolutely, I think it's really complimentary for coaches who are really strategy based, who kind of tend to attract some of that perfectionist person, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're very strategy based, you, you know, your people can either be like stuck in indecision or, or perfectionism, or they just are highly analytical. Um, I think I told you this week, my, my usually my clients are pretty and very analytical, <laughs> Right. Um, Those things kind of go hand in hand with that perfection paralysis. Yeah. And I'm from, you know, I'm in the same boat and I I still am in the same boat. So even though I take my own medicine and now I'm offering the medicine to other people, um, I I still find myself in this and, and, you know, I'm 50, 50 on the right brain, left brain stuff, you know, so I have the need for the analytical and the structure and things like that. But I also have the, Hey, let's just break all the rules and just try it. You know, we, there's gotta be a solution here. There's gotta be something. And so I think that that combination that I fought against all of my life, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. it's finally melding together and I'm seeing how I can use it to serve others because I've been there. I, I go through the cycle still. Um, and yet, you know, here's, here's a way to do it differently. And I think I also really want to stress that, um, it's, I think it's, it's difficult for that, that highly analytical strategic person to say, you want me to take time away, which I'm trying to reduce my time in my business anyway, to do this creative activity. So like, I hear that objection. I get it. Um, but it is one of those things of kind of like taking a step back in order for you to get so much further forward, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's just, again, I mean, I know in, in the marketing and just, you know, as I work with more and more people in this specific way, which it turns out I've worked with people like this before, but it just felt like a one-time thing, like I didn't really get it. And now I feel so much more um, aligned and understand what's going on and, and, you know, where it can serve people. Um, so it's definitely happened, but I think it is more of, helping other people see it in order for them to like really get it and be like, Oh yeah, I need some of that. Cause like, I think, you know, at first we were all like massages, who needs massage, right. Or who needs a bubble bath or who, you know, some of those kind of self care things that really, when we slow down, 
it helps us to speed forward. Um, I think we were all kind of like, what in the beginning? And now it's kind of just common, right? And so like, that is a goal of mine is to make this a little bit more common with this creativity. Love that. So that's a, that's a big movement, actually, I feel like <laughs> in a good way, like, right. I feel like that is a movement and a shift that you can start, right? It is that embracing creativity, almost like the self-care movement has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So when you're looking at this transformation and doing it in a group setting for these coaches, consultants, and therapists, what is a price point that you're wanting to charge at this level? Um, <laughs> I, I honestly haven't even gone there because as I, as I started to call, like, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, although it feels like I have been much more clear on that than I thought I was. So good job on your coaching, as always. Um, <laughs> So, but then you get to this question and you know, I don't like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can I just, you know, give, you get some creativity. You get some creativity. <laughs> so um, I think yeah. here's the thing, right? And, and this is so common, especially because, hello, you're an artist, right? Like mm-hmm. when the work is so ingrained in us and so part of us that like, we feel that it comes easy because it really truly is our zone of genius. Mm -hmm. That's when we struggle to price adequately. Right. Well, God, I'm a good example for your listening audience. (laughs) Yeah. And for real, I've been the, I've been in the exact exact same boat, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, Oh, everybody sees these strategies. Like it's not a big deal. Everybody can connect these dots. It's so easy. right? Right. And Yet, you know, you and I know from our coaching sessions that no, not everybody does see it or can explain it that way or can conceptualize it that way, right? And so Uh it took a lot for me to get to the point where I would accept it. And so for you, this is just that next level of acceptance, right? I feel like you finally embraced and accepted that you were an artist Uh and that you wanted to create an art business. Right uh-huh. at the beginning of the year, so it's just the next layer of like, okay, how can I use this art not only to you know provide these personal mixed media pieces, but also to train people who have something that is a serious problem, which is perfectionism and being paralyzed by it, uh-huh. and helping them move it along, right? Yeah. So I think number one, you've shown to yourself and you've proven to yourself that you can embrace and own all of your gift. It's just about doing it in this new area. Mm -hmm. Yep. And number two, um, pricing usually just comes down to a couple things. It's really, what do you want to charge? Because if you don't feel congruent aligned if it doesn't feel good to you. I can tell you charge, you know, 10,000. And if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not going to sell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, you know, selling is a transfer of confidence. So if you don't have that confidence in your price and in what you're offering, then it's going to struggle. Mm -hmm. So 
with all of that in mind, like, and also knowing that you can increase the price if you want to later, just like mm-hmm. you did with your art, right? Mm-hmm. So with all of that in mind, what is the price that feels good for you to charge now? Um, I, I feel like I'm still not clear that I'm exactly like what they're getting. So, and maybe that's the wrong way to look at it and why it's stumping me because I know the transformation piece, but you know, how does that translate? Um, and did you start the question off with like as a group program kind of thing or one-on-one? Yeah, I thought it would be you training their group. Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So like coming in as an expert mm-hmm. and doing the activity and facilitating and leading. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm being totally honest. Like I just, I really don't even have anything coming to me. And like, even with the art stuff, like stuff like flashed before me and I was like, okay, that feels good, you know? And this is not uh, coming to me, to be honest. I mean, I'm very serious. Um, it's okay. just not. So let's talk about, see, the logistics of the package are never what people buy. Right. And I feel like this has been the thing that's tripped you up before about giving value and the value, mm-hmm. right? Like, and thinking value means like 20 lessons. <laughs> We're really the transformation is the value, Mm -hmm. right? Like giving yourself permission at least once and proving to yourself that you can break the rules changes you in a way that is not um, something you can read in a book or watch in a video, Mm -hmm. right? So the point being that the entirety of that transformation, the one, two, three that we talked about, mm-hmm. that is the value of your program. Right. Helping your people who are having a client that cannot move forward or multiple clients that cannot move forward because they're afraid of breaking a rule in a course or in a program or because they're not absorbing 98% of, or retaining 98% of the information, right? Mm -hmm. That is really the value. It's not about if you go in and do one session, or if you go in there and do 20 sessions. Right. So now, with all of that being said, how many sessions do you want to do? Can you physically do? (laughs) Uh Like, what does that ideal situation look like for you? Yeah, I mean, I think if it's, you know, virtual, the opportunities are much higher Mm -hmm. um, for me. And um, I mean, ideally, like, you know, I, I'd love to do this, you know, full time, but in reality right now, obviously, um, I think it would be safe to say that a really comfortable number is one a week. Mm-hmm. So that's four per month. Um, but 
I most likely could do two a week or maybe two every other week or something like that. But um, I also think that's a lot, right? You know, even to like, if I opened the doors and said, hey, this is an offering, like, I'm not sure that that, you know, it catches on that fast anyway, so I don't have to worry about it. But yeah, so I would say for a month right now, um, it's doable. And um, the number when you were working through all the transformation stuff that came up, which I know you're going to be like, Kira, <laughs> but, um, was uh, 197. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, as a starting place. And that's for one workshop or is it like two is it one every week for how many weeks? Like, what does that look like? Oh, no, it was just for one workshop. So, because I feel like, I, I guess I've been thinking more of like just a retreat where it's like one section or whatever. Um, and if it was like a group program, it's just like, you know, how experts, you don't have a marketing expert every week, right? They come in one time. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just thinking a one-time shot with the, the with whomever, like, if it was a group program or whatever. Um, so, you know, I was just thinking 197 there. Um, it could be more of a series thing, you know, to help them keep creative, you know, and for that, you know, um, I probably at this point, I feel like I'm brain dead, would just do, you know, four times 197 if it was, you know, a month long thing where we did it once a week. I just, you know, but that's just my brain dead head. So you're saying essentially the most number of sessions you can take per month is four because of your work schedule total. I think to do it right, yes. Um, I mean, it really just depends on like how they are doing it. Because the other thing is like I have to – work around my work schedule and so you know are they anyway it could be a nighttime thing it could be you know or I mean I think I need to be live with them right it can't just be a recording so yeah um so like it's all those kind of things to think about um but if it's the specific exercises is it something where it could be like a group coaching program that you run Yes, I, I think that it definitely could be. But you're seeing it more as like you going in and speaking for other experts. I mean, ideally, I want both, right? So if you're talking about scalability and all that kind of stuff. So like, I, I think there is a group of people like the ones that I worked with today that want to learn it for themselves and let, help them with their own business development, right? And then, and also they might use it uh, with their own clients. Um, but I also think there's opportunity that some of those coaches don't want to kind of taint the possibility with their, their own stories of creativity, maybe. And so they would want to bring me in to, to actually mm -hmm. facilitate it and lead it and do those kind of things. So I think that there's um, a couple of options. Um, and I guess I really, like, I know a group program is possible for myself, but I'm just like, oh, you know, are they just going to come, you know, for creativity cues is what I was thinking, because, you know, I love alliteration. 
you know, creative creativity cues? Like, is that enough for them to be in a program? Is that, you know, whatever? Or is it really more of, of the coaching consulting? I say consulting because I tell them what to do. But um, <laughs> so uh, is it more of that? And I think there is some of that. I think people I've, you know, worked with people in the past, and I think they would appreciate more of that time with me versus just the pop-up workshops that I do every now and then or the Facebook lives and stuff. So I think there is possibility for that. I just really haven't put a whole lot into it. And also I think <laughs> I'm being a little lazy and being like, well, they could just get all the people and I just come and speak kind of thing, you know? Um, I think you know what I'm going to ask. How do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Actually. Okay. Here's what I think. Um, you have people who have shown interest in this. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of us playing circles, let's have you go and talk to them, see what it is that they actually want, what they would actually pay for, mm-hmm. and you get that payment from them to make sure it's, like, fully validated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ask them, like, why are you bringing me in? What do you think that would help you with your people? I mean, these are the people that have already done your workshop. Mm -hmm. And also are the ones that have that other, you know, outlet in order for you to serve their clients. So, I mean, there's no, we cannot guess. We cannot read their minds. Right. So I think in this situation, what I would say is for those people, go and ask them. Like, let's go and and do the full market research which you know how to do you can mm-hmm. go back to i think it's experiment one and two <laughs> now i can't remember yeah back to experiment one and two with this idea in mind right yep. um and because the other time when you did it, it was a totally different idea i think at that first time that you did it in impact formula you were still doing project management mm-hmm. so um with this idea in mind, go in there and really actually speak with these people who've done the workshop, who have an audience and, and really see where you might intersect with that possibility. Um, and then I think for yourself to build out is start putting feelers and see if a group program is something that is of interest to your current audience, which you already have an audience. Um, mm-hmm. beyond these people who have already bought from you, right? I'm talking about the rest of your audience, right? The people that have been stuck on their someday goals for years. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, what is so funny to me, and and I don't mean to like make a joke about it, but it's like, this has been your message the whole time. I know. No, I figured that out this morning and I was like, really? <laughs> like, lunch. Yeah, like literally when you, when I'm like thinking about your current group and your, you know, that past business that you had was always the same message. Like you're changing up what you sell for sure from when you were doing more of the project management and now, because before it was more of like, okay, let's actually get it done. But now it's still the same message. It's still, let's get it done. But this is why you're stuck in getting it done. Right. Yeah. So moving f- further back in the process for them, or, or not maybe back, but deeper. 
yeah instead deeper. of a surface level strategy okay let's get this because it was strategies that stick right mm -hmm. instead of yeah saying oh well it's just because you're not sticking to your strategies well now let's like now i've realized after working with that that it's another layer deeper so like that's a much more positive way to look at this than like being like oh my gosh kara you know same 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 answer just different way of doing it but um yeah i think we've gone deeper into the why the strategies aren't sticking and you know, supporting th at that level and healing that piece and helping them get through that piece so that they can, you know, take the action and they don't really need someone to do the strategy piece. They, they know they can do that part. Yeah, absolutely. And that only goes to show that you really know your ideal client, right? Like if you were, if you were, I mean, it's still your ideal client, right? right? So now you know, like, what was really holding them back this whole time. And so I think, like, just continuing to work this angle for a while, and I'm going to do a similar challenge to you as I've done to other members in the group, which is I want you to stick with this perfectionism and, like, the creativity-busting perfectionism thing for a while. Like, mm -hmm. I would love for you to stick with this for multiple months. I know you're going to be writing a book about this, so you probably will, right? But but I want you to be very intentional about not moving from this focus on your marketing. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the next 90 days, you know, mm -hmm. this, this timing is not lost on me. <laughs> but I have to say, like, I don't want people to gloss over this. Um, so all this clarity right now and like realizing that I do know my ideal client and I know them more than I even thought I did, like it's just come by having this session with you right now. So mm -hmm. what I mean is like, there's all these challenges on Facebook and things like that. And I know you're um, doing one too. And I'm like, but I don't know. Or, or like, you know, the challenge, you know, about what's your message or who are you talking to? And I just kept looking at this, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then yet here I'm sitting here just filling it all out. It is, I definitely know it and those kind of things. And so like, that is just like the power of this whole coaching relationship because I, and PS, she's not paying me to say this. Like I'm just sitting here like in awe thinking about this because I'm like, wait a minute. But I was just last night being like, I don't know who to talk to, like filling out your questionnaire for the, our session. You know how we have to do that every time? Doing mm -hmm. that out, I'm like, um, I think we need to talk about what I'm doing. I think I need to talk about who I'm serving. I think I need to talk about that. And then here you've done, you know, pulled it all out of me, you know, with, with your questions and the way that we've done this session. I'm just like, holy crap. Like, it's pretty darn amazing. So thank you for that. And again, not paid for to do that. Like, it, this is like a real live. I've just realized this. Yay. So I love it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. And for <sighs> real though, this is the thing, like we don't see our own blind spots, right? So mm -hmm. there we go back in our own little circle of, oh my God, but I don't know who I'm really talking to. Like, and it's so easy for me to see it because I'm on the outside, but don't think I don't have my own blind spots. Right. right? Like, <laughs> well, and you have your own coach, right? Yeah, of course. Well, there you go. So Always. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally true. But I mean, I'm just like, whoa, like, where did that come from? Like, I didn't I'm like, oh, wait, I'm just I am serving the same people, but it's just at a deeper level, because now I've worked with them to say that. And, I'm, and instead, I was judging myself, right? 
oh, here you go again, switching your ideal client. Here you go again, switching what you're selling. Here you go again, like as it's wrong, making it wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead of realizing what you just helped me do that, no, we're just, you know, it's the same thing. And so like that too could be made wrong, right? Oh my gosh, you're doing the same thing, Kara. It's just in a different way. But no, we went deeper and it's like, yeah, this is why it's the same thing. But, you know, it's, it's a positive transformational thing. So amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, right? It's like, sometimes it just takes time to get clarity on the entirety of your message and what you do and what you sell, right? I really feel that like the one of the first milestones in a business is really that getting clear on who you sell and what you sell to. And it sounds so simple, but people can really spend years like until they finally feel congruent in that, in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's like, well, what meaning are we attaching to it? Right. Are we saying like any judgment to ourselves, like you said, saying that we are wrong Mm -hmm. or is it just the process that every brand new business (laughs) goes through? Right. But you know what really irritated me? And I don't know like how long ago I've gotten over this because I don't think it's been very long, to be honest with you. But everybody's like, clarity comes with action. Clarity comes with action. Clarity comes with action. And that irritated me because I'm like, oh, but if I take this action, then what about this? Or what if it's the wrong one? Or what, you know, we do all the what ifs around that and the whole like, well, you want to take the perfect action, right? To get that clarity. But I think this is a great example of me taking the action and getting the clarity, right? So it, it really is proving that that's not just a cliche and something that people are telling you, right? It is that, look, I took action thinking that, you know, I was just going to transplant my day job project management skills into the online entrepreneurial world, right? And so and specifically for creatives. And so we did that with the whole creative your strategies that stick or whatever. And then I was like, no, I really just need to do the art thing. So I'm just going to focus on the art thing. And that, you know, I did that, you know, that worked for, you know, that time period. But now I'm like, no, it's still these two things, you know, it's those two things together, but at a deeper level. Like, you know, why are they not sticking to that? And then also the creative piece that's attached to it and that they do not have to be mutually exclusive and how, you know, how are we going to combine them instead of saying either or and, and add some and. So that is like such a great example for me. And hopefully I will keep remembering how this action, you know, was a positive thing. And it did bring you the clarity. Like, like you said it would. <laughs> like I said it would the whole right. time. But it's true, right? And if you hadn't been doing these workshops in the last couple of weeks, right? Like mm-hmm. if you had said, no, I am not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit in my room until I figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had those people that were actually interested in this and you wouldn't have seen this opportunity, right? Like the whole thing is what opens up the doors is even if it feels weird or you're like, I don't know, it's just not my thing. That's fine. Like just keep moving because the opportunities will all align. Like the thing will all align for you if you take the action and you show up. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. You're the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So to recap for today, um, we're still not 100% clear on what it is that you're selling, which was the purpose of the call. (laughs) However, 
we do know the transformation that your program provides. Mm -hmm. We do know the message and like what your focus will be for at least the next 90 days, which is great. And we have the next steps, which is you going back to um, experiment one and two and impact formula and going back and speaking with these people who have the possibility to hire you and just kind of see what it is that they're looking for and then match their need. Whatever they need, you just match it. Right. And to go back to that last point, the reason that we didn't solve the first question is because I need to take action to get clear on that selling. So, huh. <laughs> so true. <laughs> just in case anybody didn't else connect those dots. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for being like such a great host or guest on the show and just being open and being coachable as always. So thank you, Kara, for coming on. And where can people find out more about your business if they are looking to hire you for one of these packages or for your amazing um, art that you created for me, by the way, I can post a show a picture in the show notes. So where can they find you? Awesome. Um, so studiocara.com. So all the magic happens in the studio. Um, and that's, uh, you'll spell it right. I know, Mariana, but my name is spelled K-A-I-R-A. So um, studiocara.com. Uh, that's the same Instagram handle as well. Um, so, it, but it is there, it's studio underscore Kara. Um, and you can find both things there. And if you'd like to join um, the Sunday Eradicators group, that's on Facebook, um, Sunday Eradicators. So um, we'd love to have you there. And um, yeah, I think those are all the links that you're looking for. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been amazing chatting with you as always. Thank you. So there you have it, another episode of the Impact Driven Entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed that coaching session and really could see some of the areas in your business where you might be getting stuck by, um, you know, judging yourself and thinking that you've done things wrong or blending the sides of you that really and truly make you unique and make you and your business stand out in the marketplace. So if you would like to um, learn more about the impact formula and experiment one and two, as I mentioned inside of there, they are inside of the impact formula. That is my group coaching program. The doors are open for a limited time right now. So please uh, email me at Mariana at Impact Driven Entrepreneur if you're interested in joining or have some questions. As always, I would only allow you in if you, if you are really and truly a perfect fit for the program. Okay, have an awesome day and I will chat with you next week. Head on over to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com where you can find an arsenal of videos, blog posts, and previous podcast episodes to help you increase your profit and impact. Again, impactdrivenentrepreneur.com and click on blog. Enjoy. Enjoy.